Hello and welcome to The Pulse. In part two of this week's show, lawmaker Lao Wang Fat introduces his first motion to the Legislative Council in the almost three decades since he became a councillor. He was trying to prevent a 17-hectare privately owned enclave being incorporated into Cycles Country Park. More on that later. But first, at long last it's here, or at least the first step of it. I'm talking about the government's consultation on methods for selecting the chief executive in 2017 and for forming the Legislative Council in 2016. Well, when I say consultation, there do seem to be limits on what the government wants the public to suggest. During his November visit to Hong Kong, Li Fei, Special Envoy and Basic Law Specialist, set the tone for the consultation on universal suffrage in the 2017 chief executive election, or at least he gave Beijing's perspective. The time is right. The objective is very clear. Hunting However, the constitutional and legal principles set out in the five-month consultation document ruled out the pan-democrats' wish for the public to have the right to nominate CE candidates. He says that the right to put forward candidates as an entity lies only with the nominating committee. It also said that any suggestion seeking to bypass the nominating committee would fall outside its scope and may be considered not to conform with the basic law. In terms of how many candidates may run, the document refers to a public consultation on the electoral arrangements for the 2007 election in which many people choose to have between two and four candidates. Do you see what I see? Kesakuti, 分歧需要各方一步一步收窄
係要有篩選嘅選舉，呢、這個分歧係點樣去縮窄呢？呢、这、一個行政長官咧，佢必須係一個愛國愛港，亦都不與中央對抗嘅人士。咁所以，我哋覺得其實呢一個大家對於愛國愛港嘅討論咧，係唔係好需要？因為佢已經係充分咁反映咗喺基本法嘅精神裏面。就愛國愛港呢一個嘅要求咧，其實大家可以用唔同嘅角度去睇。頭先啊，司長亦都講咗，就係其實喺基本法裏面咧，亦都有好多嘅條款咧，係反映到啊香港特區嘅特首咧，係應該係一個外國外港嘅人士。The pan-democrats say that the patriot requirement could be used as a vehicle for Beijing to justify keeping its critics out of the CE race. They respond that loving the country and loving the Chinese Communist Party are not necessarily the same thing. This first round of consultation will end at the beginning of next May. The consultation is also seeking views on the formation of the Legislative Council in 2016. Well, with us in the studio is Professor Joseph Cheng, the convener of the Alliance for True Democracy. I should add that we did also ask representatives of the government and the pro-government camp to join us. They declined. So let me ask you, Joseph Cheng. The consultation document has been issued, at least the first part of it. What is the tactics of your organisation for responding to that? Well, we certainly find that the orientations of the document are very clear-cut, but we treat it that the door has not yet been closed, and we shall continue with our same position, our same strategy, and try to. Uh, Mobilize Hong Kong people. But will you, in fact, participate in the consultation exercise? The alliance will try to come up with its proposal uh, by the middle of January, and we certainly would like to have a chance to talk to the government people, and we certainly would like to have chances of talking with the pro-establishment groups. And it is significant. That they still have not come up with their own proposals, which is certainly surprising, and which uh, suggests that they are waiting for the instructions from Beijing. Otherwise, it simply cannot be explained why established pro-establishment parties, why they do not even have positions on the election of the chief executive. Well, one of the positions that I think it's fair to say you already have is this idea of uh, public nomination for the. Chief Executive candidate, an idea that, despite everything else, seems to have been ruled out already. Is there, um, first of all, is that absolutely a bottom line for the Democratic camp? Is there scope for negotiation there? At this stage, we are very worried about uh, various suggestions of a political weeding out mechanism, and we believe that. The uh, civic nomination or public nomination is the best mechanism to deter or to defeat such attempts to weed out 
various types of candidates on political grounds. The, the, the recurrent criticism of the democratic camp is that um, inflexibility, that, that you know a position is, is adopted and it's either that or nothing. Well, how do you respond to that? We are quite prepared to talk and we are trying very hard to listen to the people. We are the only group which have been doing public opinion polls to ascertain what Hong Kong people want. And apparently they are very logical and they have thought things very clear, thought things through very carefully in contrast to what our secretary said. Uh, by a ratio of four to one, Hong Kong people in two public opinion surveys indicated that they support this public nomination or civic nomination exactly because they feared various types of attempts to weed out candidates. And then they also support the election of the uh, nomination committee by universal suffrage. And they certainly reject uh, to use the existing uh, election committee to serve as a nomination committee and when it is suggested that this nomination committee will then vote as a whole meaning that there is a political weeding out process the objection is even higher so people in Hong Kong have certainly thought out fairly carefully and they have a very well, they almost have a perfect logic in their choices doesn't mean it will be accepted, of course, by the central government. We want the Chinese leaders to understand that unless there is a democratic system, a system which people feel that they have a choice, a meaningful choice, the SAR government will find it extremely difficult to, to govern, and this is something we all want to well, avoid. What are the consequences of that? I mean. If you say that the SAR government will find it difficult to govern, what, what does that actually mean? I guess people in the first place will not see this government as legitimate. We will not see this government as our own government, a government accountable to us. And therefore this government will not have the legitimacy and the level of support enough to push and promote all the serious reforms that we need to uh, provide for our better, for, to provide for better social services in the field of medical care, old age pensions and so on, and various things that need to be done to enhance our international economic competitiveness. It will, be, it will find it extremely difficult to act effectively, as you can see in the final years of the Donald Jung administration and in today's uh, CY Leung administration. Well, Joseph Cheng, thank you very much thank indeed. You. And we'll be back after the break. Welcome back. On Wednesday, legislator and Heng Cook chairman Lao Wang Fat introduced his first motion to the Legislative Council, a motion to amend a legal notice published in the Hong Kong Government Gazette. Now, if all that sounds a little bureaucratic and complex, what it really means is that Mr. Lau wanted to keep an enclave of the Dailong Saiwan village from being incorporated 
into Saikung Country Park, a move that Hengyi Cook members say would deprive them of their property rights. According to the organizers, an estimated 2,500 indigenous villagers participated in this protest. Coming from 27 villages in the New Territories, they'd gathered outside the Legislative Council to show the government they were united and determined to fight against the decision to include Dailong Saiwan village into Saikong Country Park. The campaign to safeguard Dailong Saiwan began three years ago. In July 2010, Green Groups discovered that Lolin Singh, the executive chairman of Mongolia Energy Corporation Limited, was secretly building a luxury house in this area, adjacent to the Saikong Country Park. Due to immense public pressure, the project was forced to come to a halt. At the time, the government said the land was zoned as an agricultural area and house building was prohibited. In August the same year, the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department, AFCD, suggested incorporating Dailong Saiwan into Saikong Country Park. In October this year, the government published in the Gazette the inclusion of the Saiwan village and some other enclaves into the country parks. Still, there are 77 enclaves in country parks, including privately owned land, which may require further protection. Last Sunday, the Save Our Country Park Alliance held a protest in Dailong Saiwan. The alliance said around 350 hikers participated. They want the landscape here to be kept the way it is. A village representative says that many have the wrong idea about what villagers want from development. 
，我媽又係有病，我打電話去三條九消防處，佢問咗我十次，洗翻有冇碼頭，我答咗佢十次，洗翻冇碼頭，我需要直升機，需要你落嚟救援，拖咗三個鐘頭先嚟救。即係你表示政府對啲偏遠地方咧係完全冇關心到嘅，我哋希望條路可以改善。可以快啲派俾我哋村民，可以用啲電動車運糧食。有啲民有啲有啲誒、呃、度假屋嘅，可以用民宿方法，包個派俾我哋，可以做下小生意。啲、嗯、店鋪食肆嘅，可以發個派俾我哋，繼續可以經營生意。村民如果生活好嘅，會繼續留低，繼續生活，同大家分享呢個大志。Knowing he was fighting a losing battle, Lao Wangfat, the chairman of the Hung Yi Kuk, decided to voice his demands on behalf of his constituency in the Legislative Council. This is the first motion that Lao has tabled since the 1985 term when he first entered the council. I hope the public and members Hyungman,并非反对保育,并非反对交易工业设置。反对是政府与大石集市在手段,强行,侵占,剥夺,自由产权,而不向受影响人,而前人作出合理的补偿。从任何角度来看,Hyungman的抗争,完全是法治社会
it's not an exaggeration to describe him as an icon for human rights and equality. We'll see you at the same time next week. Until then, goodbye.